on the Spencer's the Pez, Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest, Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Listen up, fanboy. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast with your host, your host, that guy over there is your host, Lon Lopez. I got a three-time host. Awesome. It's a three-peat. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Welcome to the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Once again, sitting in for Derek McCaw, this is Lon Lopez, and we are broadcasting live tonight from Elusive Comics and Games. Where are we? That's at 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. I think you can look them up at elusivecomics.com. Correct. Correct. That is fantastic. And that voice you hear shining through the speakers is... Michael Sound Effects Goodson. Or more like Michael New Father Goodson. Congratulations. True, true. I have been off the podcast for a while because I have a brand new baby girl. He's got a set of bookends now. Yeah, exactly. True. Congratulations. They don't have their own rooms. They sell Father's on the hell. Two I was going to say, just wait till those teen years. Woo! Wee. And then across the table from me is our moral compass and moral compass, Rick Brett Snyder. You fulfill one role twice. I point in one direction. <laughs> our, our blind moral compass tonight. Not, I'm partially blind. He's not morally blind. He's just ocularly blind. Justice Did I use is that blind. Right? And then, of course, we have our guest sitting in and a part-time chauffeur for the night. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Justin Brett Schneider. That's right, Ooh. or as the fans may know him as Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. But, uh, don't, yes. Don't the fans Bobby. know him as Rick's son? That too, but know. we just assume that Shang-Chi is now translated to Rick's son. And just so nobody worries, I had my eyes dilated this afternoon. So oh, that's right. You're drive. not you're not, not blind, really blind, blind, right? Rick, Rick is wearing very cool, dark aviator glasses in the middle of the night and inside it, of a how, comic book shop. How did you put it earlier? He just landed his, what, F-14 Tomcat out in the parking lot. Exactly. It's hard finding the space. Yes. I I like to you park a, my Harrier yeah, when I come in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> next week. <laughs> All right. We got a lot of stuff to talk what about we got? this week. We have a little bit of comics. Uh, a little bit of, we, you know, it, it's a little bit of podcast this week. We have a little bit of uh, movie news, a little bit of TV recapping. And then since we got a couple gamers here, we're going to talk some games, which we haven't talked in a long time. And uh, that's about it. Oh, and Michael wants to rant about some stuff, so that might be interesting. And might uh, be. So that's a new be. a new feature. Michael rants about stuff he doesn't like, Exa- or it's just the the, the Goodson rant. Is well, what you've we're stepped in the leader role. I stepped in the land. Exactly. Rant there we role. <laughs> we're all just <laughs> moving roles. You're the Thank sandpaper you. tonight. Exactly. Tonight we're all clean. Tonight I'm just Derek McCaw. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, let's talk comics. Uh, the big news, at least today, was. Secret Invasion number eight, the conclusion. To oh, I the, didn't see that. Do, what? Yeah, well, I didn't get my copy. No, 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 no. It, bef, I, basically, it's you're not going to see it until what? What? December. No, but it's on my pull list. Well, it's not going to get pulled till what? December. Uh, you're going to get pulled. Now wait then. a minute. Yeah. Now after seven comes eight, right? Yes, but as Marvel likes to do, not as a, in scroll numerology. Oh, that's a good point. But as Marvel likes to do with big events, uh, a la Civil War, what was that, last year or two years ago? I can't remember. 
Uh, Maybe both. Yeah. I'm blocking. I'm getting therapy still. But they basically came to their final issue, which was number seven, and then they delayed it for two months, I think. I don't remember. But Yeah. Something like that. So here we are again, another Marvel event that gets delayed because apparently there's so much going to happen in this. I think it's even a is double Is it going to be bigger? Yeah. It's a bigger issue. Is it going to cost more? It probably is, and it's. Are probably, there going to be more filler episode issues to fill us? It's probably not it going to solve anything. We're gonna su- add another minute. This is going to be a related reprint in the middle of it. There might mm. be, yeah, or just extra ads. I don't know, but wow. for those of you who have been waiting to find out the cu- crucial end, I don't know if any of us really care anymore. Is anybody? I just I would like to see them ended. <laughs> <laughs> right, we just wanted to end. We don't even care. Just it's like don't even put the book out. Just put a book. Just give us an <laughs> ad that says. You know what? Secret Invasion is over. It's over. They left. It's over. Hmm. Moving on. Because that's basically all they want to do. They just want to end the event so they can launch all these after, you know, these post Secret Invasion but titles that, that they all have that, waiting. That's like the third yeah. summer blockbuster they've done that now. And you know what? And it's, why, it's, why do we fall for it every time? It's because what it, Civil War or whatever made the money. And so now it's just a business model now. Why you know? doesn't someone write a story, all eight issues? Then give it to Marvel. <laughs> then they can plan their whole lineup around well, it. Actually, that's though, crazy actually talk. Execute You're talking well. crazy talk. And when they why, do why? that, they'll probably start doing it. Then halfway through, they'll say, mm, "This half the story is rubbish." Oh, it. come on! You know what? Though I actually think Damn that you, the Marvel. delay the delay is more of an art thing. They had actually said, "Little Francis, you is that his name?" Little Francis. You? Did you say all, Little always, Francis? Little. They always blame Linnell. it on the artist. Well, yeah. Well, it's because he's he's drawing all these giant splash pages of fighting or whatever. All right. So, so you turn in the script. Then they do the art. Right. That's what it is. Then and, you print it. And the art's taking forever. <laughs> Wouldn't that forever. be awesome? Yeah. Wow. That's the way it's Am originally set up. Am I a bold visionary in the comic book industry? You're, you are. You should. Hire you should. this man, well, Marvel. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. So that was the big news. So those of you waiting for Secret Invasion, just keep on waiting. So, uh, but I know I will. But just know that there's going to be tons of books that Marvel's going to put out to tide you over. Boo-hoo. They're just sucking up your money, folks. Don't buy them. I exactly. would say there's one good thing about the way they've been doing this. In When well, they've been tying in the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and X-Men, they've been doing those as three-issue side stories that aren't part of the standard book continuity. Mm. For the most part, I mean, and those are the books we want to read—the ones that aren't involved in the crazy. But you can buy just if you you don't if you're not buying X Men, you can just buy that three issue. They should just have a Marvel book that's just like they should have X Men continuity and then X Men just not, you know, like <laughs> X Men uncontinuity. Here, or, rent an X Men. What which X Men <laughs> right. do you need for your big crossover? Exactly. I'm going to need Storm, Wolverine, and Iceman. Well, they're all free. Or they should just do like to do with not so- in their own book. They've got very detailed lives. They're not characters. Yeah. yeah. Or do like they did with Secret Wars. Just pull them all to a magical universe where they all can fight and then have the rest of the heroes hang out in real world or real continuity and that way we can read normal books. But whatever. Uh, the next thing we have on the docket here is uh, – I don't have much information. I mean it's probably sitting in the previews. We can go look at it. But a new uh, Punisher book has been announced. Um, it's like you were saying, Rick, that uh, – they, they had Punisher. They've got War Journal and Punisher. I think it's just Punisher right, right so there's now. two books, Punisher and Punisher War Journal, and I guess right. maybe Punisher. Did it run its course with Garth Ennis? Is maybe that's what's happening? Well, they got the one that's Howard Chaykin right now. Is he drawing or writing? They just finished, he they just finished I literally the last book of a cycle that he did. I, don't know I thought he was doing War on. Journal. I thought he was taking over for that. Yeah. Either way, they're re- that's the thing with Marvel. The trend lately is like with Iron Man and a couple other books, they'll just they'll do – 20-something issues, run it for two years. 
wait for the you know maybe like get the popularity around a movie and that's probably what this is all about because the movie's probably coming out in December or something like that. Yeah. So you know basically they've been relaunching, so you think relaunching titles. the title to be closer to the movie. Yeah, and that's probably what it's all coming down to. But uh, apparently the premise for this is and what's funny is it was the same premise that they put out for War Journal, which is basically Frank Castle is back and he's going to be pulling out all the stops to stop crime and blah blah <laughs> and he's fighting superheroes now and. The the big uh, picture is of uh, Punisher taking on the Sentry, which Ooh. you know is a total mismatch if we look at powers and skills yeah. and everything else. But except for the Sentry is a whack job, and, and, well, yet, I'd re- kinda, and yet I'd read that. No, there you go. Maybe that's the <laughs> Damn. point. So I fell for it again. Two whack jobs trying to kill each other. So yeah, but so you know, like I said, it's most likely trying to tie in. Because they have a new comic book or a new movie coming out. Yeah. But from everything I've seen from the movie online, it's supposed to be this ultra violent, you know, R rated non kid movie. And, you know, so they're putting out a new Punisher book for all the kiddies to pick up. I don't up, know. So. The Punisher's never been for kids. It's never. Well, it's not see, like there's never been a. Come cub, on, he wrestles Kevin cub. Nash as a, a crazy Russian guy <laughs> for a few while. That was pretty kiddie. And kiddy. blows up John Travolta's cars in the shape of a skull. Come on! That takes time and creativity, okay? <laughs> I guess so. you got to really plan out which cars to blow up right. yeah. in order to have it look like your a symbol. skull from the side. <laughs> was that movie R or PG-13? Because it felt PG-13. Was, there, was that R? Do we know? I don't know. The Tom Jane I'm going to guess PG-13. Yeah, I, I felt really silly, so... Uh, yeah, you're right. The Kevin Nash as the Russian was just ridiculous. So, <laughs> good times. But great, a great translation of Garth and comma and it's his run on Punisher. Okay, uh, really? Yeah, a good translation. Maybe of the characters like the Mister Bumko and the he has that? he has those very wacky. Well, like Spacker Dave, I thought was an interesting kind of thing, but Tom Jane didn't really no. do it. And then you know, like what uh, Travolta as the bad guy that wasn't. That wasn't really a good transition. That was a little is. leftover swordfish, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come off that, he's like, oh, I'm going to do villains for a while. Yeah, I'm still in character. You got anything <laughs> for me? I love how at the, be badass. I love at the end of that movie, and this is really a spoiler alert because if you haven't seen it, then you know, come on, guys. But at the end, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, the Punisher was great," and I was like, "Who did he punish? He let Travolta kill everybody." You know what I mean? So it's like hmm. he wasn't the Punisher. Travolta was the Punisher. Anyways, yeah, terrible movie. I hated it. Um, I think I had you had one other you had a comic thing. We were just gonna keep up with comics, stuff you've been reading. Oh um and geez. you were talking about you had something you were saving for the comic part, weren't you? Or was it we're talking about She Hulk and then uh well, I I just caught up on She Hulk with about I was about eight, nine issues back. And and we were talking about another book you were not. Well, you, you asked me about Trinity and I said I'm way behind oh, on that one. No, but then was what else did I ask you about the Hulk? No, uh No. Okay. So I'm all caught up on uh, Hercules and, and okay. all my Avengers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, see, that's the whole thing. We're that here was to... the lead into Goodson's rant, actually. Hey, okay, well, Goodson's that's, rant. That's me. That's where we are at. So let's so, hand so it over to So you're behind on Trinity, right? I'm way behind on Trinity. What are you caught up on? Uh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. <laughs> Avengers. Most of the, I'm, I'm actually pretty caught up on uh, Secret Wars with the exception of what came in this week. You mean Secret mm. Invasion? Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, Secret which has been years ago. <laughs> I'm been, really caught up on that. <laughs> which has been delayed, so you're behind on it. Well, there's a lot of other titles that go along with it. Now, Lon, I know, has been dropping titles left and right. I, I'm, the only thing I'm caught up on right now is Walking Dead, and I'm not even caught up on Secret Invasion because I, I just passed on the last ancillary book. So, And I'm caught up on nothing. Mm. I think I'm caught up on Fables, 
and maybe Powers, but I, I suspect at least one or two issues. You caught probably. up on Powers? I'm caught up on Can Powers. Can you give us a quick little uh, – because I stopped collecting Powers. So has it been okay or – It's been as good as the other issues, yes. Okay, okay. but not, It's it got a good storyline that okay. they have not – Now the thing about Powers is, is Bendis for the longest time. Is he still – Bendis is still on it. Okay. Same, same original team. Okay, is it good. staying up – like is it staying current or do you have to – Hey, wait my it? rant is not about oh. Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't know you, if we you got to the rant You could ask me about powers yet. all night, but my We're rant is still inside me. Oh, okay. Let's let the I mean, rant let, out. Let's let the rage out here. Let's let the tiger loose. Don't bury the lead. Yes, go this for it. This should at least I, be interesting. The comics are dying, my friends. Mm. Comics, as you have said, have become movie promotional material. Yeah, it's been that way for now, a while. Now, perhaps it's just for me as a young man of 34 where I say, you know what? Comics are not really important in my life. I've got a new baby daughter. Rick, you've been a long-time comics reader. I have been. What is what is the secret to powering through life in order to <laughs> stick to the fantasy, never-ending, uh, money-sucking pit that is comics? Tell me. Give me some <laughs> Give me some tips. How do I power through this as a fanboy to become a fan man? I think it's kind of tough. Actually, I fan think it's man. kind of tough because, I mean – the comics that I always that I continue to read are the ones I've been reading forever, and it's kind of like I can't stop reading Fantastic Four. Sure, because I I I know that story's going to go on without me. Really, right? Michael Chiklis didn't ruin it for you? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, okay, he didn't because okay. that wasn't Fantastic oh, Four. Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean I, I like the I like the characters in that, so I stay with that. There's some stuff that I could I could drop pretty easily, but it's kind of interesting. Sure, but in, in your length of history of reading Fantastic Four, there have got to be giant sections where the story is just dead to you you know some writers run that lasted four years and you're just like screw it i'm never reading another fantastic four again I will, the only and yet you powered on the only part of uh, of my length of of staying with the fan fantastic four was probably the first book i actually collected mm-hmm. that i actually started buying issue after issue and not just pick it up randomly and the only issues for me that kind of fall flat is like the couple of years after kirby left and hmm. then they then they found themselves again. And yeah, other, other than that, high. just a top notch comic for you. Yeah, I have a question for the the Goodson rant. It's was the there, world's greatest comic. Was there a particular comic or book that kind of steered you the wrong way? That kind of tested your faith, or maybe what broke your, your faith? faith yeah, Michael. what broke your faith? Um, I would I would have to say of the core books that I was reading at one time, I was reading Spider Man and Batman very religiously. Oh, that Spider Man would have done it. Spider Man did it. With you the really whole have to Gwen get off Stacey, your knees and read it at a table. Gwen Stacy, Michael Straczynski, she had twins that were Norman Osborns. So I just went, that's ridiculous. Right, yeah, right. That is not the reason I'm reading this comic. So I dropped that title, which was a major let go of me. Right, and then it just became okay to kind of drop other things subtly. Like I, I don't really need to finish this comic or I can wait till the trade comes out for that comic. Like I, I love walking dead, but I don't need to collect every issue. Sure. I, can, I can wait till the end, read it as one. I did the same for uh, why the last man I said, this thing's going to go a hundred issues. I can buy every issue at three bucks a pop and it right. cost me 300 bucks or, or I can wait for, or wait for one chi- giant trade and pay a hundred bucks for it. Right. Speaking of which, they just did recently start repackaging those again. So they've, they've got um, a deluxe volume of why the last man hardback well, they're doing the hardbacks here yeah they're so there'll be fewer of those than there were the trade i think there were 10. I, i've learned now to wait for the omnibus yeah i'm, I'm only like a decade and some <laughs> couple of years in but it's like, look, wait for the goddamn omnibus it's going to come out eventually yeah the bone series will be collected in one book it is did i need the the uh, did i need the three collector's edition in the nice sleeve 
The, the problem one with book the, bo- would've, the would've bone done. thing came out in all in one volume, right? Yes, and, it's out. And and now they're doing it in color in separate volumes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's fantastic is you go to a place like Comic-Con or the, the San Francisco one and you, the bone volume is half off. Yeah. It's where if I wait long enough, I'm going to get to read it at a very discounted rate, and that's that's a bad business model for comics, and it's just making me not. But that's buy just a secondary stuff. market, though. You're no, just I, being I, a smart I, consumer. I will so. give him this point because I haven't been supporting this argument too much. But there is, <laughs> for, and particularly even from my my style of reading, I, I I buy a lot of comics. I end up stacking up five six issues at a time and right. going through those and i enjoy the stories better that way because i remember exactly what's going on i can actually skim through the first part where they where they recap what happened last week because for me it was five minutes ago mm-hmm. um but i am essentially buying these single issues and then reading them like a trade right? yes that's exactly what i do i don't read them week to week i build up six or twelve issues yeah. and then read them all at once and it's a much more coherent storyline you don't forget what happened 30 days ago it, it's fresh on your mind and you you get a broader sense of what the a writer and the artist were trying to accomplish and that's kind of what's the in industry's i mean that's what everybody says the industry's going is trades you know they yeah. they say you know trades are getting picked up at borders and barnes and noble and libraries are carrying trades now and, and you know they figure the way to keep the medium alive is to you know to go to trades mm-hmm. but i mean in the meantime, they've got to do whatever they can to keep people buying weekly because that's their bread and butter. So. But the way they're producing comics isn't helping. Like the last part of a major summer blockbuster is now delayed. Right. But they can also sell filler books to you know fill up the slack like Frontline or Avengers Initiative or you know all these other things which they're still doing. And but what, the, what who would knows really, if that's good or not? I'm just saying. I'm just playing the devil's advocate. I, if they know. would drop the stupid crossover big events. Mm-hmm. Because those screw up the storyline for any individual comic. Correct. If but you, on the flip side, it brings in people to buy these one-shot events does or it, Or does it piss How people many, off and they say, I'm going to quit comics now because I'm tired of this, this Joke aside, I hope you're listening to this, this podcast. This real obvious marketing see, no, that's scam. for us. That's for us fanboys who are, are feeling that. But you get the people to go, what? Spider-Man revealed his identity in Civil War number two? I'm going to go rush out and buy that. If I can. What? Superman's if I can find dead? It. No, but now they, repr- they print because them so Because when they do those high. crossovers, they don't, no, they don't necessarily print to order. And then the regular people buy it. And the guys that, that didn't have that already on their pull list can't find it right but and so now they got an incomplete story but then they can sell you know like if it makes the news if it makes cnn like the spider-man unmasking did people will come in and they'll reorder it they'll order reprint i mean that's it's just a business it's just business but there's a couple issues that's playing the comic book super there's a couple issues of supergirl this this last week that lead into the new kryptonian Thing, the new Krypton story. Mm. Nobody knows about that unless you read the trade. So all of a sudden you're – Yeah, but that's a little smaller – that's it. more for just fans. I'm talking about the the whole game of comics and keeping comic industry alive is bringing in new new customers. And, you know, it's, it's like, you know, because what happens to a comic fan? They say they grow old and they stay whatever, but the younger – Younger fans aren't coming in. And my in, response so they gotta, to that is bring them in with good stories. Don't bring them in with well, gimmicks. They don't they don't have them anymore, and that's kind yeah. of a problem. But that's, they don't have good stories. That's also a, far, a fault of the genre of comics is that it's all second act. You can never bring Batman to a close. Bruce right. Wayne can't retire. So you have right. to keep coming up with ways to artificially keep it going, whether that's and, a big storyline or whatever. Let's just talk economics, too. I mean, you can spend $50 on a video game that's probably going to give you – you know, hours and hours of, you know, uh, entertainment, 
Whereas right. you're going to pay three dollars, or let's say you you know you buy an eight issue, six issue arc, so that's what twenty something dollars, you know, to read or whatever, and it's just not you know it's just not as fulfilling, and you know the younger audiences are just drying drying up because there's just not as much bang for you you know three dollars for a comic. Book. You've got to lower the prices. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I remember when you know twenty five cents. I'm sure they were. Yeah, Rick, I remember 25 cents. I'm sure they were a nickel for you, Rick, huh? <laughs> Actually, Come on, old man. I, the, Tell the, us a story. The cheapest I bought comics were 12 cents. 12 cents. 12 Was that the cents. Batman, Bruce Wayne murderer 12 cent issue? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have that one, too. Yeah, I can remember when comics were 12 cents. That was like a 10 yeah. cent issue, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. You mean, I totally agree with you, though. It's, it's you know, they, they aren't looking out for the fans like us, but at the same time, I can also see they're a business. They've got to do whatever they can to sell comics. But they're not looking people. out for the comic book shops either. I mean. All right. Well, after comics, then we move into movies. Anybody seen any good movies lately? No. Okay. Um, the big news today. No Country for Old Men, if I was not. Uh, really? What do you think? Do you want my long belated review? Um, yeah, I think and for- that film deserves an Oscar. <laughs> I loved it. I love that movie. I did as well. It had a weird ending, which I had to think about for a few days. But uh, those are the movies thought, that are good. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. I could definitely watch it again. It was fantastic. And that Javier Bardem guy, or whatever. Sure, that guy should win an Oscar. Creepy. <laughs> I hope he does. Anyways, announced today, Columbia Pictures. They're the ones with the lady and the torch, right? Columbia. Yes. The ones owned by Sony, pretty much. Yes. Uh, acquire the film rights to one of your favorite and my favorite books, one that you turned me on to, uh, Preacher. Preacher, yes. One, and of, one of the first series that I read when becoming a comic book fan. As, now, did as, you read it as trades or I read, I read it as trades on recommendation from Derek McCaw, ah. who would ordinarily be here. But I've uh, read about the first four trades. And then I passed the trades on to Lon, and Lon enjoyed it as well. Oh, I just engulfed them they were so good but you know what though i probably if it were single issues i might have been here and there and not have followed it all the way through i've actually read the first trade twice because the first time i I read it i thought it's just ultra violent really has no purpose and Mm -hmm. and, uh, i read it again and then read the second trade i thought okay this is clearly going somewhere Mm -hmm. and then once i was on board i was on board for all 75 issues or whatever so here's the weird thing though a preacher last we had heard or last we'd reported on was going to be an HBO series from Mark Stephen Johnson, the which director. would have been a great idea to tell the story of Preacher. Anybody who's read it, it, it's a very long story. There's a lot of travel that'd be very tough to do in a two two and a half hour movie. And that's, yeah, you could do a whole um, what was it, the the Western show that HBO oh, did? Deadwood, Deadwood, Deadwood. Right. yeah. You could and it could it could do like just two seasons and then be over. Yeah, that'd be great. And that's originally that's what they wanted. I mean, yes, I agree with the HBO series, but the director who get, who did Ghost Rider. Yeah, so maybe I'm almost happy that project died, but um, the director they have attached to it now, let's let's see what you guys think, is uh, Sam Mendes. Well, the standard question okay. is, what else has he done? Uh, he, ha- he Sam Mendes, Oscar-winning director for American Beauty, and I don't know if he won for Road to Perdition. I know he was nominated for a bunch of stuff that movie all right. was nominated. All, all I remember American Beauty is the poster with all the rose petals and Kevin Spacey masturbating in the shower. Only two things. Did you actually see the film. movie? Or? I did see the whole film, <laughs> but I can tell you that all I remember. I think there's also like a video camera thing, a segment between. And did you ever see Road to Perdition? Floating paper bag sure, in the world. No. Yeah. Did you ever see Road to Perdition though? Anyone? Yes, Road to Perdition was excellent. It was, was it, I can't remember though. Was Tom it? Hanks? It did. It was about hitmen and stuff. But was it violent though? It was not a Godfather type hitman film. It was a more quiet, subdued. It was more of a. What's you had the, to really go there. It was a Miller's Crossing or. What's uh, the, what's the um. The Japanese Lone Wolf and Cub kind of based off of, isn't it? Like 
the assassin who has to bring the child with him, or that's or, his son. No, I know, but yeah. uh, is that what the son Wolf made? And Cub the son as a child made the choice to go with him. Mm. Or I thought everybody I else. Know, no, everybody else was dead. I don't know Lone Wolf and Cub. Remember, because they came back and killed his wife and right. But uh, the son alert. survived, and he decided. Alert. That's in the first issue. No, it's <laughs> the movie's been day. out for like eight years. Spoiler, oh. Lone Wolf and Cub. No, All I'm right. talking about the oh, Tom Hanks escapes from the volcano. <laughs> right there, you go. Uh, I didn't know he. I thought he wow. just versed it. So. I'm getting confused. <laughs> but anyways, we don't know if Mendez is the right director for this. He is an Oscar winner, but he's known for his touchy feely, artsy. More uh, towards the road to perdition side. I'm happy if it gets violent. I mean, that's yeah. what Preacher is. I mean, is there really any touchy feely moments in Preacher? There are character bonds between the There's main character three characters. development in it, but, but ultimately he tells a, a God wacky by guy, "F you," right? Yes. And, <laughs> it does have its crazy supernatural yeah, I think CGI the, moments. The whole the whole mix up about as to why he's a central character in the book. No, but sure. here's here's the other. I think problem. if you get Zack Snyder, I'm so impressed by the Watchmen footage. He could if he can do Watchmen effectively, you can do Preacher. But here's the thing: Watchmen oh, yeah. was 12 issues. Preacher was how many trades? 12 trades, wasn't it? Like yeah, but you could issues? ignore a lot of those stories. Yeah, sure. but there was a lot of history in that that made that story so good. I True. mean. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't just tell it. So we're back sure. to an HBO series. Sorry. That's yeah. the only yeah. way it's going to work. I mean, a two, even if you do a two-and-a-half-hour preacher movie, you can only do one arc or one part of the story and hope for sequels. I Hope for a trilogy. You don't get but, an argument. For, I would like to see Watchmen done as a 12-episode uh, mm-hmm, HBO That would have been special. great, too. So, But, uh, yeah, so we're not too confident, comic fans. And if, you're, if you aren't either, email us at... Uh, Editor at fanboyplanet.com. Tell us what you think about Preacher, the two-hour movie. Do you want to do letters? Oh, do we? Letters. We did get a letter. Why don't we finish with it? Or do you want to go with it now? Let's go with it now. If you remember it, go ahead. Sure. So we got a letter from little... Little little D? Little no. Dougie Garrett. <laughs> little Dougie Garrett of Garrett's, Garrett's, and Games, and Garrett's, Games, Games. Garrett's, and Garrett's. Garrett's, Garrett's, and Garrett's. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's Sounds amazing like how Garrett. well you said that. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Garrett's Games and Geekiness. Garrett's Games and Geekiness. That's, That's right. three Gs. And Garrett's A long-time listener. I think he's been on the First cast. First-time podcaster. Sent a letter about uh, Lon and my uh, podcast effort last week where we went oh. it uh, as, a, as a dynamic duo. Mm. And he said... Uh, that it made him want to read more comics. Wow. What'd you guys do? I didn't listen to the podcast. We, talked we just about uh, rubbed each other down for yeah. two minutes. No, sounds no. sassy. Yeah, no, it was and, good. Uh, yeah, so well, thank you for listening, Derek, hey. and uh, for your for your uh, write-in, Doug. You, uh, Doug. 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 <laughs> I, I call him Derek. Derek. You called him Derek. <laughs> I think I meant Doug and Garrett or whatever. Thanks, Garrett. Doug Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> you and your geeky games. You get it. Uh, thanks for your appreciation. You get an America's Top Forty T-shirt. We'll send that right out to you. So uh, right. keep listening, faithful listeners. All right, another movie news. We have. Oh, he also said that we were totally. You were totally correct with the recommendation for True Blood. Ah, Ooh, my new favorite show. And that it was worth a uh, subscription to HBO. Oh yeah, it's good. We'll talk about True now, Blood I a little seen, later. I, I haven't seen True Blood. Can, we'll, can, we'll, can, we, can we talk about it now? No, we'll get no, to it later. Ta- no. It's, if we got to save for the TV it, section. No, it, it, I am ah, not breaking form. No, okay. Okay, <laughs> quickly. Uh, then Learn to improvise. It's the next one. Just hang in there. <laughs> Go. Uh, Marvel Studios made a bunch of announcements this Boring week. Boring next. <laughs> 
True Blood is the story of a yeah, vampire woman. So I haven't woman. seen True Blood. Is that all it's cracked up to be? I mean, Dougie of Garrett's Garrett's and Games. <laughs> I will say, th- okay, here. Let me see if this sells I haven't you. seen it either. Sell me. Anna Paquin Topless. Oh, the, the young chick from Piano? That's perverted. No, from X-Men. No, come on. She was oh. like eight when she won her Oscar. Well, she That's wasn't disgusting. naked then. She's naked now. Think? They filmed it when she was nine. <laughs> yes. I know you got two girls. No, I'm sorry. If I you were famous as a child actress, you are always pedophile material. Just ask really? Shirley Temple Black. So you didn't have the Dana Plato Playboy? Playboy no, issue? I oh, did okay. not. All right. That's great. Natalie Portman was not hot in The Professional. So Tootie naked in jugs wasn't your cup of tea? Hey, maybe you there, Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> but not me, sir. All right, I, I, I guess I'm out All of right, it. All right, you watch your vampire pedophile. Okay, stuff. well, then here's another we'll one. We'll be then. diagramming uh, this <laughs> argument later <laughs> on the, on the uh, website. All right, how about naked vampires? That, no, I'm kidding. They're 100 years David old. David Boreanaz. Does that matter? No. Uh, no, it's, it's uh, we talked about it last week. It it's is, actually uh, based on a series of books by Catherine Harris. That I, I the political lady from Florida? That, no, no. I, oh. I, she's, uh, it's a series of books about uh, vampires in New Orleans. Is that uh, right? I think, yeah, Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, and uh, I've, I've actually read, I realized after we talked last week and I looked into it that I'd actually read a short story by her about this, but I can't uh, remember the short story at all. Well, yeah, no, it's a, it's a cool. It's but it's a, been a very popular book series prior to being made into it. Was, and it's a hit. HBO already ordered a second season. Hang on, hang on. Now, I've seen all of Buffy, all of Angel, mm-hmm. and I've read a couple of Anne Rice novels. What, what about what about Once Bitten? What don't I okay. know about vampires that's going to make me want to watch this series about vampires? Why, got, why is it unique? In they've this gone mainstream in this universe. Okay. So vampires are now basically a lower class of American. So they're vampire they're American, but they're not pretty much. It's not yeah. like persecuted. They're they're just, no, they are getting Depot persecuted, but they're blood. not being. They're not actively being sought out by the police for being vampires. No, okay, no, not like that. But they're basically they've been accepted as citizens, and they are being persecuted persecuted by other Americans. There's a lot of stuff like it's that. Kind of like alienation, a little bit. And the name True Blood comes from the synthetic blood drink that's being manufactured for them because they can't eat. They can't. You know, they don't have living organisms. So they have this drink called True Blood. Now, the other than that, since the vampires are mainstream, you know, there's a little, a little bit of, you know, uh, vampire-human interaction. They've created a new kind of, uh, kind of all a, like Blade. You know how Blade had a, what they call it, familiars. You know, people hanging. Mm-hmm. In this, in this one, they call them Fang Bangers. Where's the conflict? The conflict is essentially the main character. Sell me on it. Pitch the show. Dude. The main character is a girl named Suki, Suki Stackhouse, played by Anna Paquin. And she is a clairvoyant? No, not a clairvoyant. Uh, she can read people's minds. What's that? Called? She has deja vu. I don't know. Telepath. So she's a telepath. She can hear people's thoughts and, you know, read people's minds. And essentially, she, since the vampire doesn't, she, basically, a new vampire comes to town. Bill Compton, who is a Civil War uh, survivor. I don't know what you call it. I guess, you know, vet. And she, they spark up a romance merely because since vampires are all dead tissue, he doesn't have thoughts bouncing through his head. So she finally meets a guy who she can't hear his thoughts. And, sure. Sexy, sexy. Yeah, exactly. And so no, That's not conflict. That's romance. Okay, well, that's the romance. The okay. conflict They're is... They're the good guys? 
The conflict the is protagonist. Yeah, and everybody is against them because they're basically an interracial couple. So Ooh, it's a racial piece. It, yeah, a little bit. All a little right. bit. So there's right. vampire lore. There's, hey, bloodsucker lover. It, it, there's a little get bit your bloodsucker boyfriend out of my restaurant. A little see, there you go. You've just you've just nailed Drink it from down. your own fountain. Right. So All there's, right. there's a lot of that. A lot uh, of vampire lynching. Well, yeah, the other thing is... All right, I'm in. <laughs> their other conflict is there is a murder mystery going on. Bodies are showing up. They don't know who's done it. And, of course, the obvious you know, suspect is, oh, well, the vampire came to town, and that's when the murder started happening. So. Ah, intrigue. So, so <laughs> while you've been chatting, I've, All been, right. I've been looking up to correct myself. The, uh, the author is Charlene Harris. Ah, Catherine first, Harris, someone else. The first book in the series is called Dead Until Dark, and the series of books is called The Southern Vampire Mysteries. Ooh. So kind of like Scooby-Doo or something. Yeah. So noted. Anyways, I'm a big fan of the show. It's getting better and better every week. Um, you know, it, it, it adds a little – I mean, it's definitely a fanboy type thing because if you like the vampire genre – you know, for example, you have vampires and telepaths. I mean, hour long episodes, hour long episodes, continued story or individual story, ongoing arc. story. That's you know you have to kind of follow to see what's going on. However, the the episodes they do fill you in. You know, last week on this, and they kind of give you a little thing, and they are enjoyable on their own. On their I own? think because okay. the char- characterization is really good. There's a lot of likable characters. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on, and like I said, it's basically a whodunit. So right now we're in the middle of it to where. We're trying to figure out who's. There's a lot of questions. It's well, almost, the book series is cast as a mystery. Well, so. there you go. Mm, but it's sense. it's fantastic. I've been loving every week. And then, oh, and then oh, here's the one thing you haven't got. He asked me, oh, I've seen all these vampires. Right. Uh, the bit the drug of choice is called V, and it's basically vampire blood. And since vampire blood has you know, so non-vampires ingest. Right, humans v. are actually out. Trying to like you know some some of the bad humans score some vampire blood. Well, they try to capture vampires to sell their blood, which goes on the market for crazy amounts. But it, apparently, the blood gives you, it, you know, it gives you a little extra strength. It's basically it, it's like I forget how they explained it, oxygen, extra oxygenated or something. Okay, and it just it's it's like a super high. It gives you a little bit of powers, and so, it's just <laughs> it's interesting. So it's like crystal meth. Yeah, mm. but without the. You know the bad tattoos and the they'll mullets. have to crank that effect up in the second season if it's going to carry. Well, they've uh, last one they cranked it up pretty good. Well, there you they, go. Yeah. So we're endorsing this. I endorse True Blood. I'm endorsing it, having never seen an episode. <laughs> it's on HBO as I do most things. Sunday nights at nine, I think. Pitch so. work for me. Michael Goodson says, "Sounds good to I me." I green lit it. Go. A lot of nudity. It's sexy. So it's murder mystery. It's got a lot of things. Okay. Anyways. Uh, Marvel Studios, back to movies. Um, uh, they've been press press releasing a lot of stuff. Stuff we've reported before, but officially confirmed. John Favreau is officially the director of Iron Man Two. Officially, no longer a rumor. Right. Uh, no longer something he hasn't heard about, but he'd like to do. Right. Officially, Don, Don Cheadle officially in as Rhodey for the movie, which we reported a couple weeks ago. Pretty happy with that. But now it's official in press releases. Favreau announced as. The producer of an Avengers film, officially. I think so, che- actually, I'm. I think Cheadle's going to play well off of um, Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but as, speaking of the Avengers movie, in the press release, I'm going to read part of this press release. Um, a lot of the talk about what was going to go down with the Avengers movie was: they were, are they going to follow the Avengers one, which was basically 
heroes come together to Here's stop. Here's how we found Captain America. To stop too. a rampaging Hulk. You know, that was kind of the thought. In this press release, this is what it, the quote. In a movie event, the Avengers will bring together the superhero team of Marvel Comics characters for the first time ever, including Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Hulk, and more, as they are forced to band together to battle the biggest foe they've ever faced. Okay. So, uh, you know, that could just be typical hype, or what, you know, a lot of people online are trying to speculate who's, who's going to be the foe, foe of, you know, the Avengers. And well, so, in the first books, there was Loki. Right. And uh, I think the Rockmen from Saturn. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that album, too. Uh, but, uh, but, and more is. Uh, uh, the Wasp and Giant, Giant Man. Man, probably, yeah. yeah. Or or Jarvis. I don't know. I don't like any of those options. Jarvis in the oh. War in the War Machine outfit. Yeah. Oh, there I, you go. I don't even like the Hulk option because that's what we saw in the Hulk last Hulk movie was the yeah. fight through New York. Yeah, I don't know if we need Rampaging Hulk again, you know, with Avengers attacking it. Like, oh, he didn't last in the Avengers that long. Only a couple of issues and then he was out anyway. Yeah. True, but in Ultimates, that was the premise of Ultimates, right? The first right. arc was that, him, you know, well, beating down. it was all about the mistake that was made in him being created and then how right. they kind of cast it as, oh, they've subdued him when they really just captured him. But then the fact that they made Ultimate Nick Fury in the Iron Man movie yeah. could hint. I mean, here's the whole thing. We're just speculating. It's fun as fanboys to speculate. You know, who would we like to see? Um, you know, they are doing the Thor movie, you know, so maybe, you know, Loki could be introduced, you yeah. know. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those things where we won't know until we see it. But as a fanboy, you know, I'd love to – I don't know how they're going to pull off Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and I Iron just want to see them movie. all lounging around in the Avengers mansion in right. full uniform having coffee. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it may be a problem without a movie for the villain – to really establish the villain in in the in the frame of two hours, that's in a good point. To have so many different characters on the good guy team to legitimately build up something you could think be a threat to right. that. So you're right. The Avengers movie would actually have to be the Avengers villain yeah. movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, almost I, the same as like uh, oh, you know what Joker could, was oh, in Dark Knight. They could, they could easily do the Masters of Evil. They could, but and then that was actually a pretty good early run. But then they'd have to do a whole movie developing Zemo and all his cohorts and all his things, and, yeah. and then you fight in the last twenty minutes of the movie. You were going to say something? I thought of an interesting way they could develop the character without having to develop an entire movie just in between the Avengers and whatever, and just before it. Have the last movie for the teammate on the Avengers. Have the big villain that they're going to fight and, then and not it. have him get caught at the end. Have the end be this character is getting recruited by the Avengers. Hmm. Yeah, well, most likely that's what I bet you they're going to be playing. They're going to have seeds of it in Iron Man 2, seeds of it in Thor, seeds of it in Captain America. Yeah. And then when Avengers comes, it'll all make sense, hopefully. So they could they could end up with all the villains that they've fought so far. So they they could have uh, Ironmonger. Yeah. Didn't and, he die, though? Or did Legion of Doom. The, uh, <laughs> the Abomination. Right. Um, the, and they could call them Masters of Evil, yeah. which would be kind of stupid, but you never know. Um, mm. Or or they... I remain skeptical. Or do they follow a lot of... Some people online were... We're talkbacking about how oh they'll just have it like the Ultimates uh, Ultimates two and have Nazi aliens, 
You know, sure. Maybe that, yeah. yeah. So I a mean, complete, <laughs> unquestionable bad guy. Right. That needs no ex- explanation. Right. right. Alien right. invasion. <laughs> Galactus. Uh, they already did him, and he was a big cloud of smoke. Yeah. Bring so. him back. I bet Sony doesn't actually have the rights to Galactus. Let's hope they don't. So, but yeah, but you know, hey, I, I I'll believe it when I see it because. That's what 2011 is when the Avengers is supposed to come out, yeah. but then yeah, it's only two years away, so or you know soon after next year. Uh, and then the last little tidbit is uh, for Iron Man two. Favreau is talking to Jendi Tartakovsky, Tarkovsky, Tartakovsky, Tartakovsky, the guy who uh, did the first Clone Wars uh, series for George Lucas. Okay, uh, and they're talking about he's How'd working. That turn out not very good. You know, I liked it. I didn't mind it. But, the first uh, Clone Wars fifty fifty on the podcast. <laughs> Interesting, Justin for the tie. Are we talking about the TV <laughs> series? The first, the first TV series with the little shorts. The okay. Oh, he's also yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who did Samurai Jack. Yeah, and oh. he's uh, Favreau's working on him just to do Thumbs storyboards. Thumbs up on that one. He's working on to do storyboards to put a little more action in. Yeah, Iron Man two, and that was you know I loved Iron Man. I don't know about you guys, but. Was there? Didn't we need a little more iron action? I mean, you know, I thought for a, yeah. for an origin story, especially one where they had so many big name actors in it, that there was a decent amount of Iron Man in it. Plus, you had to do the different variations of Iron Man. Okay. And I don't think you're you're counting that. I, I, the only yeah, thing yeah. I didn't like about Iron Man was they had the they had the same syndrome that the Spider Man problem has had, where his mask gets torn off. Oh, that's so they had every to have, year, superhero. They had to have now. the part where oh, the Iron Man head has come off. Yeah. There's Downey Jr. There's the actor we paid $20 million yeah, for. Exactly. That's Look at cause. him. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Cower. Yeah, I think what? Batman was probably the only movie that didn't do that, right? I mean, well, yeah, Dark but Knight, he, did lounge, he did lounge around without the cowl in his penthouse. Sure, a well, sure. But at the end of the movie, he didn't like. No, he didn't. You know. Well, that's because Batman's awesome, okay? Okay, let's we just, all agree. We should be clear about that. Well, we he's done agree. it before. It's been done too many sure. times in that series. Yeah, well, that was like, what was it? Uh, Batman Returns? Or at the end where he's like, Catwoman. he pulls off the rubber mask. Right. And I was like, like, how are you going to walk out of there, dummy? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. You're could, Batman. He could have just said, hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. Right. If I took the mask off, you'd, you'd, believe you'd me, see right? me. Or, yeah. or it was rubber. He could just stretched it <laughs> far <laughs> enough. <laughs> see? Slam back on his head. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I, that's the one thing I hate about any superhero comic or uh, superhero movie. movie. It's like, oh, my mask fell off. Hey, look at these. Look at this hey, face. Battle ravaged hero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, that's all I got for movies. Unless any of you guys have any other upcoming things you want to see or no, talk about, or no, nothing. No, Harry. No, end Potter. it. Okay, stop. Uh, other than that, we already. Ta- I was going to move to TV after this. We already talked about True Blood, so I wanted to see Rick. Are you caught up on Clone Wars? Yeah. Uh, did you see the last episode the, called Rookies? That'd be where I'd be caught up on. What yeah. What did you give me your your take on Rookies? What you thought of Rookies? This was the episode where it was all about that listening post at the far end of the galaxy. Yeah, that, that the, had no action. The, there was nobody no, that they were waiting for an inspection to mm-hmm. to occur. Um, it was pretty good. It was a little confusing. The I I didn't like the hey we're in we're out we're in we're out. It, it, what but do you mean? the the, uh, the you whole mean? with the uh, okay so the the um, the robots are coming in so we're getting out then we come back oh, in right, right, then right. we're out again and then they walk back in and everything gets blown up and I did like the fact that troopers died and uh, yeah you know and and, and they well, tried pretty brutally like it's funny because it's 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 cast as a kid show it's on Cartoon Network in prime time 
And no, it comes on at 9 o'clock, though. Uh, That's not kid, kid hour, okay. though. Wow. So I TiVo everything. So. Mm. There was no context provided in that conversation whatsoever. <laughs> People don't know. But, I'm oh. just trying to catch up. It's like, he's in, he's out. Oh, okay. the, what is he in and out of? No, 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 don't provide it. Leave it just like that. Just <laughs> okay, leave it thank just like you. that. The idea that... that the troopers are dying every episode. You can look at it one way and say, oh, they're just clones. Sure, but a big sure. part of the series is they're identifying these guys as having developed individual personalities, mm-hmm. both in the way that they talk and act and the way they style themselves. Mm-hmm. In the first, the first good Yoda episode where he's aside with the four, three or four yeah, of the troopers. Of them, yeah. And they're saying, well, we're just clones. They don't care. And, and Yoda says, I know every one of you by name. Right. And he right. tells oh. them, each one of them, as to what their strengths and weaknesses are. And, right. You know. So. And this was this episode was more, everything's had a Jedi since. Every episode's been Jedi yeah, featured. Yeah, this was mostly just This clones. was just straight clone trooper action. Clones versus droids is pretty much what it was. Yeah. Clone, basically, three, three rookie clones meeting up with two of the sergeants, Rex and Cody. Which uh, came to you know they were come you know these are the higher officers that come to the yeah. the, the outpost and um, you know basically you know get in the middle of this fight and have to see, you know the rookies have to kind of prove their worth and you know but that's kind of the thing I've been noticing with Clone Wars there's always some kind of theme and they've actually they start every episode instead of a long time ago in a galaxy far far away. They They've been having new the, quotes like, that have been it's foreshadowing. It's like a newsreel from World War II. No, but not before the newsreel, just the little quote oh, in yeah. the blue. Right, right, right. It basically foreshadows the episode. The message that you're going to get from right. this episode. So there's basically – what I like about it is it's not just a – it's just a cartoon. They're it's a, a callback to some shows uh, some shows from like the 60s like Rap Patrol or um, – what was the one with Vic Morrow? Um, the, I wasn't born until seventy three, <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, don't, I know, you know. you're you're not a history. Derek's you know. not here. How you're dare you ask history. that question? Vic Com- combat, from, combat, okay. combat. From, so it's it is more of a it's it's the Clone Wars. It's these guys down in the trenches. It's their stories. It's not mm-hmm. the fact that they have got the Jedi in there is actually kind of undercutting to what the band of brothers of yeah, stormtroopers. Exactly, is that what that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, and, the, and but I thought it made for a really... I mean, here's the thing that I like about it, and, and maybe it's other people appreciate too. I get a weekly dose of Star Wars. And as a Star Wars fan, yeah, I'm finding that really cool. Now I'm excited to hit my TiVo every Friday and go, hey, I get to watch 30 minutes of Star Wars. I this is awesome. I keep on thinking, though, that... Okay, so here we've got Obi-Wan with a youngling... <laughs> Jedi. No, Anakin. Anakin. Anakin with right. a with a, uh, with a youngling Padawan, Padawan right? <laughs> so is eventually does he kill her or what what <laughs> happens to her between her and him going well, entirely black? Well, he did kill younglings. Yeah, he um, killed the younglings, which I don't remember her being there and Well, here's the thing. This, Damn you new movies. <laughs> the show gets dark, so maybe they'll I you know, I don't think they'll show her you know him kill her or whatever. You know what's funny though is if you're following continuity, yeah. Um, no, I'm a fool. <laughs> no, you're saying if I'm following continuity, I'm a fool. Well, no, 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 because the original series that was done by Tartakovsky, yeah, um, actually basically led into Chapter Three. So this series yes. right now that's going on is actually happening before, or maybe coinciding. I think more with coinciding that. with that. But so you know, there's a lot of things that we kind of we saw in that first series. Where Anakin does get a little darker. He didn't have a Padawan in that one, but I mean, we do find out the fate of Asahi. What's her name? Asaji Ventress. Yeah, who's a main character in this series, but we find out what happens to her in the first one. So, right. you know. I have a PSA. I have a Star Trek 
Star Wars PSA right now. All right, ladies classic. and gentlemen, uh, please clear the airwaves for a PSA. All right, kids. So if you are a fan of the books, if you've read the books that are right in particular, there's been a long series of books that happens in the next generation of Skywalkers. Star- oh, the the, the, the children, Zahn? the children of Luke and Leia. And what? The children. Well, Han actually, and Leia. Han and Leia. Oh, ew, ew. <laughs> Sorry. Gross. The, the children of Han and Leia, the students of Luke, and what goes on past and that. And Chewbacca's There's, little. And, the, and that series Airball. took a very dark turn. I'm not oh. going to. Uh, no spoilers. Was it Dark Empire? Uh, no, no. Oh. In, in no. In no way am I trying to do spoilers here. I'm not going to give you spoilers, but I'm going to tell you something to avoid a spoiler. There's a book that just came out this week called Millennium Falcon. Now, if you pick this book up and it's got a picture of, guess what? The Millennium Falcon on the front cover. You oh. may be thinking, hey, it's it's a it's a story about Han when he gets the Millennium Falcon or whatever. It's not. It follows directly this long series of books and this very evil twist that happens at the end of the book. And in the in, inside front flap of this new book, in the first line of this flap, they spoil oh. the end of the entire previous series. So oh. you've been sorry, throwing those up, you've been reading them through, and then you think, well, I'm going to read something outside of that. And you flip this open. Within 30 seconds, you will spoil eight books worth of continuity How for yourself. You? So that's, that's the PSA. Read. Millennium Falcon, if you're a reader of the series, don't read the front flap of that until you finish. Publish this podcast now, people. Yes. Rick need to know. And Rick, stop pounding the table. Yes. Um, But, uh, okay, well, regardless, we've all been screwed by Star Wars, so let's just enjoy what we have. That's all I'm saying. No, it's dead to me. Oh, okay. But anyways, I'm a big fan of Clone Wars. Watch it Friday nights at 9 o'clock. Right now. What's that? Other TV? That's all I have for TV this week. Anybody, so we're gonna are we caught at up the on end heroes? Of, are we at the end of no oh, is I'm caught up on heroes. Anyone else? No. I am. No. Are, are you not watching, watching third season? Oh, okay. okay. He doesn't care. So he doesn't care. All right, let's talk heroes real fast. Oh my. What do you think? Oh my. Uh, pee break. Oh okay. so. <laughs> Oh my good or oh my bad? Oh my good. Really? I am I'm liking I'm liking the whole father of the um <laughs> Father of the Petrelli's mm. thing coming in. I think there, it's too easy. Up. I think it's way too easy. Like, What's too easy? Well, I mean, basically, everything's leading to this giant mastermind taking over everything. Yeah. And it was, I thought it was just kind of a cop out, you know, but, you know, we'll follow it. I mean, I didn't, you know what? I saw this last week, which I really liked was Siler is now an ambiguous character. We don't know. Is he bad? Exactly. Is he good? Exactly. And at first, I was really kind of upset because I was like, I don't want him turning into a good and guy. And is his mom manipulating guy. him or being honest? Is because... his dad manipulating We don't exactly. know. Exactly. So now the whole arc that's built around Siler, which is called Villains. Right. We don't know if he's going to come out the villain or the hero. And... Well, it's it, they're all that way, though, because we've, uh, we've got the um, speedster girl, right? Right. Is she going to be good or bad? It looked like she turned, right? Yeah, no, that was well done. Yeah. But then, I, you know, they're just, it was like we talked about last time. father. Well, yeah, but it was like we talked about last time, the idiot plot. You know what I mean? Like the whole, remember how we talked about that with the, you know, basically the story can't move unless the characters are idiots. Act like idiots, yes. And, you know, this week we had more of that. It was like, hey, they said we should go to Pinehurst because, you know, we can find out some stuff. Yeah, let's go. Should we call your father? No, let's not. He, you know, he's not going to help. You idiot! You know your father would know something about. You know, it's like they're just yeah. 
they're just being idiots and not dealing with this. And and that's the stuff that makes me kind of slap my head and go, oh my god, this, I can't do. You know, so so there are just certain things where you know you sit there and go, these people are are stupid. But on the flip side, you're right. There are other things where you're like, oh. Well, okay, that was kind of cool. The whole stuff with Suresh and and the fact that uh, the Parkman father took away the uh, uh, virus girl's power and no, it wasn't. It was the Petrelli. Pardon me, the Petrelli guy. Petrelli power. power, Too many P's. Yeah, but see, then that's the thing. I I like saying Parkman. Right. Yeah, Parkman. I love. You know, I don't know if they meant this or not, but I love how Parkman's last name is a superhero name. Parkman, you know what I mean, like Parkman, Parkman, yeah. But it's just kind of, it's like, yeah. oh god, what else are they going to write here? So, I think you know what's funny too is speaking of heroes, it was written up in EW this week, Entertainment Weekly, that heroes drop, you know, f- dropped like forty percent in viewership in the last, you know, since its premiere. Yeah. So they've been just losing fans left and right, and uh, you know, I, you know, unless they pull off a miracle this season, this might be the end of heroes. I don't know. So maybe. We will see. I'm enjoying it, though. Uh, you know what's funny is is I am still enjoying it, but at the same time, it's kind of the same way I've always enjoyed it because I've, I've never really thought Heroes was original or fantastic or great. Right. So it's just kind of one of those where I just kind of watched it just as entertainment, and that's kind of where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'll keep watching it. It's cool. But Didn't you like the scene on the plane? Scene the on e- the plane. E- e- uh, L? L and... Uh, yeah, that was that was cool. I mean... But then she just dumped the energy into me. And- no, that was interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. But then at the same time, the fact that they were even going by themselves made me just kind of go, OK, this is retarded. Why are they? Do- I mean, it's like she's got a mom that has powers. Why didn't they bring her? You know, it's like, yeah, hey, we're going to go, you know, we're going to go check out this uh, company because we know they're evil. Let's go do it by ourselves. I'm I just turned 18. I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I just, you know, I just took down the puppet man. You know sure. I mean? Like you've never done that. Um, no, my mom would have killed me. Okay. And I don't even have regenerative powers. Okay. So, right, Justin, you never run away to go stop an evil terrorist organization, ah. right? Even if you had a girl that had electric powers, right? That's yeah, what right. I'm saying. So, anyways, now I that. Went potty. Excellent, because you're right in time for the video game talk up. We have our two video game experts here, and uh, we want to talk about some new, cool, exciting things in the world of video games. So gamers out there, put down the mouse, put down the controller, and listen to the video game talk up. Listen up, fanboys. Uh, what do we want to talk Michael wanted to talk about the age of... I'm sorry, what is this? Age of booty. Whoa, whoa. This Wait a on, second. Uh, this is on Xbox Live. Not, this Saints is, Row? Or this is a age, family show. Age of booty. Booty, Please. not the... Junk in the trunk. Oh, type, oh is this a pirate like game? a pirate game? Please explain. This is a uh, a live action pirate board game available through <laughs> Xbox Live, uh, based upon an old concept that was running around in the industry for years. Uh, pirate pimps. <laughs> Whoa! I <laughs> said this was, was a family called- show. I think originally it was called Pimps at Sea. Pimps at Sea, yes. <laughs> Actually, Pimps at Sea was the a uh, code name for I think Halo Two. Really? Yeah. Well, we're finding out all kinds of interesting. Kind of like anyway, uh, coffee and what was it? Donuts or no? <laughs> Someone took the name and decided to make a pirate game. Now there are no pimps. There are no pimps at sea. Thank goodness. But it is a a a, a sort of board game like 
uh, hexagon square setups where you move around your pirate ship, but you're doing it in real time. So mm-hmm. you're just sort of sailing around. There are some resources to collect. There are little villages to take over. There's a computer-controlled opponent who also has pirate ships of perhaps greater, perhaps lesser strength. And you get into battles and stuff? You get or? into battles with them, and you fight over cities, and it, it moves very quickly. Your general object is to capture cities before your opponent does. And it has a, a very strong sort of multiplayer-type feel. Like if you mm. get on Xbox Live and play with a couple so of people. So you can play with you people can have online? A real, you can have a real challenging game. I uh, find the challenges... And the single-player stuff, very... So do I take it that you've been playing the... Is it a, one of the ones where you'd buy a... De- you download a demo? I downloaded then, a demo originally. And you decide if you're going to pay for it? And decided, this is good enough to entertain me for And a how many months. of those wonky little credit units did it cost? I think it was 800 800 which is about 10 bucks. I 10 think. bucks. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, That's it's cool. been passing the time. Like I said, I've been stuck at home with a new baby and not really doing much. So, and, so, so how's well the baby doing time? on the game? The, ba- <laughs> the baby's doing very well. <laughs> She's completed most of the easy challenges, working her way through the medium, okay. and Justin, dabbling occasionally this? in the hard. No, I have not gone on to that you, game. Oh, okay. I thought you said you dabbled in this. So. No. Interesting. And that's my recommendation. All right. Uh, Justin, do you have a toy talk? You want? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, a video game talk? <laughs> the one game I've been playing a lot of recently is Fable 2. Fable 2. Now, follow up based to upon Fable, Fable 1. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a lot freaking better. Really? First Wait, off, Fable One. Okay, first of all, I'm not. I'm not. I'm out of gaming. So Fable. It's not based on the comic, right? That's no. no it's not related to Fables. Okay, is it like an RPG kind of style? Yeah, it's a role playing game where you're a hero and you've got to, and you've got to decide if you're going to do good actions or evil actions, and that was. As far as the morality went in the first game. You start as a kid. Yeah, you start as a kid. Something bad happens. You grow up. Do you get touched by someone? Oh, okay. In the first game, the your entire village gets sacked by... By, by tackled? Sure. No. Oh, okay. It was Dark Crystal style, as we say. Oh, okay. And... You're the only. You think you're the only survivor of your family. Oh, that's too bad. So you're taken away to, that's go tough to the on a kid. Heroes Guild, where, mm. where, you grow up to become a hero. Turns out later that one of your family members survived. Oh, and yay. just happens your to be the bad sis- guy, no, right? Your older sister. Oh, who well, that's okay. Wants part she, of the inheritance? No, <laughs> she's blind now. Oh, uh, tragic. Oh. Just life gets and suckier. Interesting. She can also see the future. Bonus. So not totally blind. Well, yeah, take her to Vegas. Right. <laughs> now, the, the major point of Fables 1, which w- was that it was supposed to be this wildly open-ended system where you go anywhere and what you did affected your character, and but to it didn't level, quite live true. up to, the, to what it was supposed to be. What if I want to be evil in this? How Can I truly be evil? Or, is, or does well, it lead you, you back to good? No, you can be as evil as you want. You can sacrifice little kids. <laughs> Aw, Bioshock style, Holmes. Wow. <laughs> and their parents, and the Aww. shopkeeper. Well, you cannot, however, sacrifice your dog. <laughs> Animal cruelty was banned back then, so, uh, yeah. So tell us about Fables 2. Where does Fables 2 pick it's up? It's Fable. I'm sorry, Fable Stop 2. That. Fable 2. Well, you figure if there's two Fables, it's a <laughs> Fables. So In Fable 1, it was back when... Bows were a really powerful ranged weapon. You, the high technology was crossbows, basically. All sure. right. All this right. is 500 years later. Ooh. You now oh, have guns. Out. You have Rifles. flintlock guns. You have semi-automatic guns. Ooh. 
And that's now the height of technology is clockwork things. But you still have magic in the swords. Yes, you still have magic. You still use swords. Sounds awesome. So should I just go over the basic opening Well, first of all, let's just basically talk. You've played it. You say it's much better than the first one. Yes. Tell us, review it real fast. Gameplay. In the first game, you had areas... And pretty much every area had fences you could not go past. Mm, okay. So all the areas were very small, very constricted. This, oh, there's a fence. I'm going to go hop over it. Okay. Oh, there's a lake. I'm going to go for a swim. Interesting. In Fable 1, you Do apparently... Do you have to take off your clothes to swim, though? No. Okay, good. Uh, in Fable 1, apparently you were had a fear of water. Although, ah, if you were so wearing full plate mail, I think I can kind of understand this. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So, same kind of RPG, same kind of goal. I mean, can we choose to be good or bad in this yes, one, too? you can be choose to be good or bad. And now there's also another slightly subtler thing is corrupt or pure, which hmm. in Fable 1, if you bought property, you could put it up for rent, but you had no control over the rent. It was just a percentage of the price of the pl- building. Now you can... Have a building, set the rent. You'll get money every five minutes. You can set the rent. Hmm. It will start at a certain value, which is not much, and you can either lower it as a pure act. You could, I believe, you can even set the rent rent to zero. I have no idea why a player would actually do this. I'd pay that rent. <laughs> or you can really raise the rent. You, or raise the I, roof. I think that's how I would probably be. And then in you're real just life. utterly I would, corrupt. I would, be, I would be good, but a little corrupt. You know, yeah. take a little money on the yeah, side. That's, that's probably Daddy what needs the next new character LCD. I'm going to make is the good character that's utterly corrupt soul. I'm fine with that. Right. So gameplay's good. Graphics good. Yeah. Same same company. What company does it? Do you know? Uh, Lionhead. Interesting. Okay, and we, so it does, is that a recommendation for Fable Two? Yes, I would recommend Fable 2. It does At have, what price? Should I wait uh, for it to come down to $20? Should I buy it at $40? It's currently selling for 59 I think. Should yeah. I wait? Should I, is uh, it a must-have? Do you need to have played Fable 1 to play Fable no, 2? No, you do not okay. need to have played Fable 1. Good, good call. If okay. you did, you will suddenly have a very good experience, it, although it would be kind of actually confusing. Get... If you haven't played Fable 1, if you were not thinking of playing Fable 1, don't bother playing Fable 1. Ah, Just okay. go straight Done. to Fable 2. Well, there you go. Well, Fable 2, check it out. Um, the only other news I know about uh, uh, video games, I guess, is uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. Is It's out, I guess. Yeah. Which Rock is basically out. Guitar Hero's answer to Baby. a rock band. So so you can buy multiple instruments and play them. Drums yeah. and microphones. And this their drum kit comes with cymbals. I don't know if you guys have played rock band. Ooh. Uh, their rock band only had four pads. This one comes with three pads and the two dr- cymbals. The drum is the hardest thing to play. Oh, I love playing the drums. It's so oh. fun. But, uh, if I was going to play, I'd play the drums. Yes. And the one interesting thing me and my nephew discovered today that uh, Walmart does have a... ACDC update pack for the Rock Band 2 that's being sold exclusively at Walmart. So if you're an ACDC Ooh. fan, I believe it's 18 songs. Uh, I don't know what they call What do they call it? An updater pack? What do they call uh, that? Does anything go better together than Walmart and ACDC? No. Nuh-uh. They are all about corporate, corporate establishment. I think so. Exactly. Hell's bells indeed. Um, well, that's all I got, folks. Uh, anybody else got anything they want to jump in or throw no, on? No, I think, right should, now, I think you should mention no. the fact that uh, starting on November 7th, at the, what is it, the Lucille, what's the theater? Uh, Lucy Stern. Lucille Stern Theater in Palo Alto. In Palo Alto. Uh, Greater Tuna. Greater Tuna. 
on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights through the 23rd. Grand Poobah. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend you go see it to make uh, Derek McCaw into a millionaire so we can all <laughs> in Palo borrow Alto? money from Into a millionaire. Wait, is this in East Palo Alto? Or is no, this? Okay. This is on the west side. Good. Okay. Yes. Excellent. The good side. Actually, I, I actually met my wife there. Really? In Palo Alto. We were doing a show, and that was the show. The Lucille oh, Stern Theater? The Lucille Stern Theater Interesting. So there's lots of single chicks that hang out there? Uh, doing crew, yes. That's yeah. the, we were oh. both working the show. Darn. You just can't go as an audience. You oh, you mean, you mean working crew? Working not, crew. Not doing right. the crew. No. Okay. Well, but eventually, just, yes. But, but just to sell Greater Tuna a little bit, it's a two-man show with 20 characters uh, and in the third smallest city in Texas. Right. And it's supposedly quite funny. That's what Derek tells You've us. You've been reading the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. All right. That, my friends, is friendship right there. So, <laughs> Well, there you go. For Derek McCall, I am Lon Lopez. I'm Michael Goodson. I'm Justin Brettschneider. And I'm Rick Brettschneider saying, Use, use your powers, powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. You are so worried. Talking to the mic. Hold on, I gotta stop gum. I gotta put gum in, or Rick's gonna know I've been drinking. I know you've been drinking. He knows I've been drinking. How many years has it been now? Uh, when did I meet Terry? Terry is the one who made me drink. The one that hung out with the pirates. Ninety-six. Terry. So twelve years. Been drinking. Hey, you get it soon. You'll get it right soon. I keep practicing every night. Yep. I just get so sleepy when I practice. I'm really hot. What? I'm really hot in my own head. There you go. Wait. No, I mean microphone terms. Oh, the mic is hot? Yeah, the mic is hot. Okay. In my own head. So we're not going to fire up the boom case? Now how are you? Now I sound uh, dead. Now I cannot hear myself at all. Now I sound just dandy. Now I know I'm being recorded. Oh, now my headphones are on. Now I not to know... Now... Lon, let's hear you. Let's hear you. Uh, mama say, mama sa, mama kusa. I don't think I'm on. Hello. Jam on. Is this the right way? Yeah, yeah. Just, just Trust me. Just keep talking. <clears throat> I will fix it over here. You leave everything on. Don't you worry about it. Okay. Don't you worry about a thing. I just wish somebody would have brought it's vodka for me. I mean. It's in the back. Go get yourself some. Oh, is it? It's always in the back. I got to drive. Anyways. Me too. Tomorrow. Oh, well, you live close to that, do you? So. Oh, okay. Okay. Hello. You were really loud in the last podcast. I had you turn. Well, you know way what? I think high. it's because I was a little too close and it was popping. Well, the thing is, you do your sound check like this, and then during the show, you go up like this. I'm sound checking like this right and now, and then by the end, you're all up in the grill. No, okay. I was maybe I don't know. Let's maybe see. I had Derek McCoss in. Find a know. comfortable position now and set your mic. Oh, I'm comfy. See right here. I got a little ass Hello. move and everything. I'm Sally. Sut- uh, I can't even say it. Man, Sally we Struthers. are screwed I'm Sally tonight. Struthers. <laughs>
Now I'm, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about lawns. Ordinarily, I'm the verbal poet. But yeah. right now, I got vodka in me. <laughs> so I'm the verbal slugger. For a second there, you sounded like Mark Wahlberg talking to animals. Did you see that? No. Yeah. How you doing, Gov? <laughs> Say how to your mother for me. <coughs> Hilarious. Look it up online. It's fun. I, I thought it was great that he came <laughs> on to the show the next week. Yeah, it was a little weird, though. I couldn't tell if he then was he, really he talked pissed to the goat. off or not. Yeah. He talked to the goat. He couldn't hey, have been goat. pissed off. How you doing? I like your beard. Say okay. how to your mother for me. All right. So let's hear you, Mr. Good Son. Hey, I'm talking about stuff I don't know about. Don't read the internet. can tell you all about the baby diaper. <laughs> the baby diaper. I'm the baby diaper. Oh, yellow. About Web of Shadows? About uh, Age, Age of Booty. I saw the uh, the Web of Shadows commercial. I thought I was watching the Cloverfield. Oh, I, I think that's Cloverfield. what they were going for. Yeah. Everything just looks like Spider-Man 2 to me now. Which was weird, though. The, you know why? Because yeah. when I watched it, it was on the South Park episode that was spoofing yeah. Cloverfield. Yeah. So I was like... Dude, yeah, exactly. They? And I thought South Park was doing a live version of their thing. So when I watched them all... South Park doing a lot. Oh, it's a Spider-Man game. That was so. It was weird. Was yeah, because they went to a more photorealistic yeah. thing for the. Explain. Do you we, wear the glasses during the entire podcast? Only when he's dialing. Is that a new touch? Be. I will be. You want to see my hair? My, my pupils still freaking you out? Or? Yeah, yeah, they still are. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you had like a new character. Like you showed up all. You know. <laughs> hey, everybody! Ideal drugs. <laughs> Well, he's like Dr. Johnny Fever. Exactly. Hello, fellow babies. I'll be mm-hmm. fly, Venus Flytrap. Are you still reading Trinity? Is that book even still going? I am behind on Trinity to the point where I'm going, am I ever going to get caught up with All this right. piece the of thing, crap? The thing I wanted to talk about is now up to like 30 minutes. We're totally going to tackle this. <laughs> okay. Why no one's reading anything. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, wow. We'll hit that What after. a terrible topic for Fanboy Planet. Well, no, we'll hit that after the, the three. Why we hate comics. Three block of comics, and we'll do that. Cool. The, the the only problem with that is you're talking you're doing well, most we, of the talking points. Yeah, but we got Goodson here for color, so okay, so it'll be good. I'm colored. What? <laughs> He's Venus Flytrap. Mm. <laughs> yes, and I'm Les Nessman. Thank you. you. Heard him. Okay. Chi hua huas. Chi hua huas. Chai chai Rodriguez. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's okay. a callback to a show that's like nine, oh, okay. forty years the, old. The now. only moment from that show anyone references is the turkeys. God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. Chai Chai Rodriguez. Chai Chai. Oh, is these WKRP? What are those little dogs? The Chi Huahuas? Was that when he threw the turkeys out the helicopter or something? It's the pinnacle moment of the show. It's the callback to the Zeppelin explosion. The radio coverage of the turkeys plummeting into the ground, hitting people and splattering on the sidewalk. So it's, it, because it's so it's a Thanksgiving hor- classic, folks. It's so horrible because it happens entirely in your mind. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, all right, you do it. It's and I just named the uh, I just named the podcast. <laughs> it's so horrible because it happens entirely in your mind. Mm, okay, all right, all right. Okay. go for it, Rick. Anyways, any other else to add to your rant? No, we... rant over. Wow. Stop hitting the table, <laughs> yeah. dude. Table shaking. I do it for emphasis. You do it for crackles. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be going. 